Hello! Welcome to the first episode of Blue Speaks. Um, today we're going to talk a lot about natural remedies to help with your personal health, your mental health, and honestly just the way you think about yourself and the world. So we're going to start with the first segment, Unpopular Opinions. I know, this segment sucks. It takes me a while to think about these, actually. Um, unpopular opinion, Harry Potter is kind of boring. Uh, same with Hunger Games. I seriously cannot... Okay, Harry Potter, I haven't seen all the movies, and I've never read the books. It's just because I'm not a book person in general. <coughs> but Hunger Games, really... I think is boring. I've seen almost all the movies because my sister loves them and so does my mom. And sometimes my dad loves them, but not always. <laughs> I just think they're kind of cheesy um, and they're boring. I've tried to read the books, but I'm not a book person either. Um, I've also never seen Divergent. I've never read the Divergent series. Um, yeah, that's my unpopular opinion today. Uh, a story that happened this week. Let's see. Um, I don't really have anything prepared for this week, but I can overall tell a story. Um, this is about me and my sister. When, about a year ago, we were arguing, and we still live in the same house. Um, she'll be leaving for college soon, actually. Um, so we were arguing, like, that whole week. She was being awful. So, I decided to take my concerns to Instagram. And you know when you get on those Instagram prank videos, just kind of don't stop. So, she had a toothbrush that had orange bristles in it. So, I decided to take orange food coloring and put it on those orange bristles. So, when she brushed her teeth the next day, her teeth would be orange when she had to go to work. So, it's the next day. And... I walk down the stairs, and I just hear my sister yelling, and I'm like, ooh, she brushed her teeth. Um, so she did, um, obviously, and she runs out of the bathroom and goes, yells my name, and is like, you put food dye in my, in my toothbrush. <laughs> my parents just started laughing. It was so funny. At least I thought it was funny. Um... Don't do that to your siblings. That is bad. Um, but yeah, me and my sister actually get along really well. Uh, she's a year and a half older than me, and we've never gotten along the best, but we're getting along now that we're older and we have more in common. Um, we bond over music sometimes, even though I'm more into alternative pop indie music, and she's into, well, mumble rap. Uh, if you like mumble rap, that's fine. You know, I, I don't, I don't care. Listen to whatever you want. If you want to listen to that, go ahead. It's what you like. But I'm just not the kind of person who wants to listen to that. I want to listen to like calm or upbeat music that has meaning, and well, meaning to me, and I can hopefully connect with people who are like me through this music. So, I mean, that's more low-key, people who are like me, who want to meet people like me, and who just kind of have the same mindset as me. In saying that, 
I have made a lot of great friends through my music taste. Back to the point. Me and my sister, we get along. Um, some of the time. Um, we still argue over clothing sometimes, even though I usually ask before I use her stuff, but according to her, I don't, which if you have a sister, older or younger, you can probably understand that arguing with your sister is like a normal thing, you know? Um, but when we were younger, she would pick on me, and I remember this one time, I was a toddler, and I had one of those cars, you know, those cars that you can push, and has like, like, it's like a Flintstones car, but it has wheels, you know what I'm talking about, if you do, you do, you don't, look it up, but there's this park by our house that had this steep hill, and we used to go over there, and she would put a helmet on me, and just push me. She would do the same thing on my tricycle um, when I was a toddler. And honestly, she wonders why I pull these kinds of stunts on her, like putting food dye in her toothbrush. But anyways, let's come to our main, um, our main thing. You, yeah, main subject, which is... Um, natural healing. Um, so if you listen to my trailer, also my first episode, I guess, I put it up as the first episode, but not, <laughs> um, that I was in a manual hospital because I was struggling. I was struggling with a thought and I struggled with suicide attempts and also I keep forgetting to do this but I am going to start putting a warning or a trigger warning at the beginning of these just so everyone knows that I do mention suicide if there is any triggers um you can just skip this segment or keep listening or just click off but I got to the hospital October 1st and then I was made to go out for a bridal shower the next day, I think. And it's it's tough coming out of the hospital. You're really emotional. Everyone kind of knows your situation. And you are vulnerable and emotional. And you have a lot going through your head. So being out in the public str- the day after you have been um, discharged from a manual is really tough. Especially with family that know your situation. And, um, it took me a long time to stop self-harming. Um, because it is an addiction. Self-harm can be considered an addiction because of the way it routes your brain. Whenever you do self-harm during a hard moment in your life, your brain becomes dependent on that feeling, whether you do it for, whether any reason you do it, your brain will become dependent on it, um, but it did, it took me a long time to stop, it took me, oh my gosh, until about a year ago, stop, and 
honestly, after I've stopped, I am so much more happy. And people would always tell me that it, it will get better. And I always had this mindset, it will never get better. It does not get better. I don't know why people tell me it gets better, but I'm serious, it does. I am not the same person I was one, two years ago. I am happier. I am healthier. I eat right. I exercise for me and not for other people. Um, but it has just put me in such a wonderful place. And one place, reason I got there is I adapted a hippie lifestyle. If you don't know what that means, it's the way I describe it is kind of spiritual beliefs without having to believe in a god, I guess. I am a Catholic, but I'm a very open Catholic. I am not against gay marriage. I am um, a part of the LGBT community, LGBT community actually. Um, I am, you know what, I just don't care, honestly. I don't judge people by their religion, their sexuality, what they want to do with their bodies. It doesn't matter to me. But I've also adapted this hippie lifestyle where I have taken up meditation. Now, I don't do completely silent meditation where you're just alone with your thoughts. I do guided meditation. And this isn't sponsored by any means, but the apps I used was I used Headspace um, and Calm. And I also, right now, I'm only using Let's Meditate because it is free. All of their sessions are free and they're really helpful. And you can listen to them as many times as you need to. And they just guide you through breathing and body relaxation. And there are different kinds of meditation for different types of scenarios. So the one I've been working on right now is dealing with urgencies. Um, I'm really I'm a really urgent person. I'm always like I have to be there early, early, early because I I grew up in a military family and my dad would always tell us um, if you're on time, you're late. If you're 10 minutes early, you're on time. If you're 15 minutes early, you're early. And I I think I took that way too seriously. Um, so I'm always early for everything. And it makes me anxious when I'm not. Because I like to, you know, catch up with people. I like to just sit and kind of chill before I have to go in and do an audition. Or uh, even school. Like, I like to meditate before school sometimes. But guided meditation really helped me just to set aside an hour for myself and for my mind and to learn about your spirit and your chukra. Um, I'm, it actually led me down a path of a job I want to do. When I first started meditating, I wanted to work in a bakery. I wanted to own my own bakery. But that soon evolved into wanting to be a hypnotherapist, which is just a branch off of meditative therapy. If you don't know what meditative therapy is, uh, I will definitely talk about that in a different episode. I'll talk about that next week. Next week, I will talk about meditative therapy and that kind of branch of therapy and psychology altogether. But I 
really began it because I was getting all these ads for Headspace and I was like, well, if they keep advertising it to me, it must mean something. So, of course, I clicked on it and I began to meditate. And I just became such a happy person. And I know it doesn't work for everyone. Some people are like, I cannot sit still, which was the same for me. I have ADHD and my mind is constantly going. Um, so meditation was a really good way to calm yourself down and to get you in the mindset like, hey, I'm okay. Um, another thing I started to do was burning incense. I would burn incense while I meditated and it really helped. And I would burn some incense while I slept. And sometimes when I would, like, take a shower. Um, I also got really into essential oils because I don't believe in medicating myself for my mental disorders. I suffer from anxiety and um, depression and ADHD. Um, but is ADHD even a mental disorder? I think it is. Yeah. Is it a learning disability? I'm not even sure. I'd have to do some research on that. Just because... I'm not the smartest, <laughs> um, but it essential oils helped me a lot. I have a lava rock bracelet that my mom got me. We got matching ones, um, and it's basically like these, well, lava rocks that are on a bracelet, and what it does is when you put the essential oils on it, I got infusions, which were um, multiple scents mixed together to make a... Um, like, what it's supposed to do. Mine was stress relief. And so, basically, they have these lava rocks that you roll it on, and it will absorb the essential oils. And sometimes it'll keep it for a day. Sometimes it'll keep it for eight hours. Mine usually says for eight hours. Sorry, if you heard beeping, something's going off in my house. Um, but it really helped me as an individual. Because now I was in an anxious situation... I would smell my bracelet, and I was like, okay, it's calming my mind down. People who say that essential oils don't do anything, it's really good for sensory. And, like, when you're being distracted, and you can just be like, oh, my bracelet, and you can focus on that one thing, um, which I did a lot, and I still do. Um, one thing that I started doing was taking baths also. And I would put essential oils in them. But be careful if you do decide to do that. Because essential oils will give you chemical burns. So only put one to two drops, two to three drops in. Because you don't want an overwhelming scent and you don't want chemical burns. I have gotten chemical burns from uh, essential oils before. That's because I'm not careful. And I really should be more careful. Um, but it also really helped with me falling asleep. Because I have a lot of medical stuff. It's not life-threatening, but it's definitely a medical mystery to my family, I guess. Um, so I would take a bath, like a nice warm bath, with essential oils. And this sleep, this sleep infusion, I would, this sleep infusion, you know, essential oil mix. And I would put it in the bath, and it would honestly help me so much. And I still do it, sometimes. Uh, I haven't really been taking baths lately. Um, but it really helped me to get in the mindset of, okay, sleep. Like, it calmed me down, and I was just really content with myself and with my area and what why I was doing baths. 
you know? Um, that also brings me to a point where I, before I started getting better, I was not good with self-care. So, you should really get, if you are looking for a starting point, self-care is the way to go. You should, first of all, make your bed every day. I know it's, like, not worth it, but if you have a bad day, then you can just come home to a nice, warm, made bed, which I still do. Also, another thing I did was I got a spirit spray. You can get it at, like, I mean, in Nebraska, we have the next millennium. We have anatomy and alchemy. And we have a bunch of other places that sell incense and spirit sprays. Um, Spencer's. There, it's a mall store. Spencer's sells incense and sage. I suggest go look at that. But you can also get these things online. The spirit spray is a lavender infusion. And it has really worked for me. You just spray it on your pillow and then you go to sleep. It's supposed to sweeten the spirits around you. And that has also really helped me. And I, I view it as a thing of self-care uh, along with making your bed. And every once in a while, it's okay to take a bath and turn off your phone or listen to music, do a face mask, brush your hair, brush your teeth, put on deodorant, shave your legs. It will make you feel like Okay, I'm content. I matter right now. This is about me and me only. And that is completely okay. It's fine to have a, okay, this is about me right now moment. Because everyone needs that. If you're always focusing on someone else and not giving yourself the time or the energy, but you're putting it into other people trying to fix their problems, you can't do that. So you need to take... Even if it's once a week or once a month, you need to take that day and just care about yourself all day. Like your day off work or a weekend off school. Put coconut oil in your hair. Take a bath. You know, make some tea. It's fine. Watch a movie. Do things that you want to do, not what other people want to do. But also, if someone is like, oh, do you want to hang out? Don't blow them off because you feel like you have to just because I said so. If you think that it's good for you to be around people, then I say definitely go hang out with your friends if that's what you think self-care could be about, being around people that you love and that you care about. Um, but I also got into a lot of learning about your chukra, which is basically your inner fire. And when you hear, like, the stereotypical om when you're meditating, that is actually shaking your chukra, um, which it's said to be right above your belly button, a little bit way up where that kind of squishy part is in your ribs, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the squishy part, like, right below your chest and above your ribs. That's kind of where your chukra is from what I have been told and definitely work on your inner fire and positive self-talk will really get you far like like I said in my trailer you are not the problem the clothes are the problem and if you want to work out work out for you not to lose weight for other people um 
And I think that's the most important thing that I learned when I entered a weight training class, when I began to lift more, when I began to love myself and gain back this muscle and the fat that I need to be healthy. And don't let other people tell you, you know, you would look much better if you lost a few pounds. Because that's not true. You are beautiful. And if they think that, then they must have horrible self-esteem. And that's just the truth. And of course, all these things will not help you as an individual, but it has really helped me. It takes a lot of trial and error to find what helps you and your mental health. Well, I think that's going to be all for today. So thank you for listening, and I will see you next week. Bye!